When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Donna and Steve show on my talk 1071, everything entertainment. Donna Valentine and Steve Patterson, joined by the one and only Ho-Ro, Holly Roberts, everybody. All right, girlfriends, let's dish. What did I miss this morning with day, uh, day four of the My Talk Awards? Well, Holly was representing us. Yes. This morning. Sure was. Wait. I know. We thought Mike was going to I be. thought Mike was representing us. No, he represented Bradley and Don. Little change of plans. Oh, well, how wonderful. With that being said, Holly, do tell. How did your defense of our uh, picks go? Well, defended them. <laughs> we didn't, didn't win any. Didn't mean darn thing. Uh, <laughs> no, we didn't win anything. The Donna and Steve experience did not walk away with the single... On. My talk award. Did Are we, we still get in close? the <laughs> We have so many questions. Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't did answer that at, for you. Did they say at any point, like, hey, second place, though, was Don and Steve again with 36% of the vote, just barely missing the big win? You know, you don't. You I, don't know. I don't know. You but lost. here's what I can tell you is that the My Talk Academy up the stakes of the My Talk Awards mid week? Yeah, well, look. They make up their own rules there at the MyTalk Academy. We don't even know who the heck is the MyTalk Academy. I know who they are. They're garbage people. Okay, what they do? Well, the garbage, garbage pale kids of, <laughs> of upper broadcasting um, decided to up the ante here. They have uh, they said that whatever show gets the most wins in the MyTalk Awards, will receive a complimentary day off. But wait! There's wait a more. Second. There's a catch. Yeah. This was my idea. This was everyone's idea. No, but I believe I was the first to petition for this on you, the air. You may have been. But wait, What's there's the more. Catch? So, the team, the show that has the most MyTalk Awards wins at the end of tomorrow gets a complimentary day off. Oh, However... Lord. The rest of the shows have to fill in that time slot in that show's absence, meaning it has to be a menagerie of people in whatever day part happens to be empty that day. You don't know if it's going to be 6A to 9A, 9 to noon, noon to 3, 3 to 6. We don't know. That's most inconvenient. (laughs) (laughs) That's the best way to put it. But you know what? Mike had a really good point. The Academy came up with this this reward of sorts. But they also already know 
who wins. So they're probably going to win so that there is no reward. Well, that would be interesting. I would accept that now because we're not in first place anymore. No. Well, well, are we tied still? I don't know. Did Lojay get any wins this morning? Uh, You're asking me to think about things that happened 20 minutes ago, Steve, and I'm just not capable of doing that. Oh, no. Can we get someone on the horn uh, who knows what's yeah, going on? Oh, my god! to put an update out. Uh, tell Quinn our social media but I will, guru. Uh, but I will say, you know, uh, Lizzo won big this morning. Okay, that's good. And All I right. will say that Jason and Alexis in the morning won an award for the WTF moment of the year, which was Will Smith at the Academy oh. Awards. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. Well, this is exciting. Yeah. <sighs> I'm... I want to win. I know, now <laughs> I, I do. I want day sure. off. I, want day, I know. I want uh, day off. But our oh, suggestion, man. you know, from the great Julia from the Lori and Julia show here, said that instead of all of us trying to fill in that absent day part, we're going to get academy. the academy. Yes, queen. To come in. Oh, that would be fun. It's like take your child to work day, except it will be called take your management to work yes. day. Yes. That's oh, a that great, great idea. That is a really, really good idea. Well, it feels like maybe we can get, if things go awry, we're going to wait and see. We're going to wait and see because uh, depending on how it shakes out, we have the option for this to all be in protest in that the the stakes were raised mid-tournament. You know, it'd be like if midway through the Super Bowl, they said, oh, and by the way, it's uh, late in the third quarter. Uh, Whoever wins this gets two extra draft picks. You know, we, uh, we haven't agreed to anything legally contractually excuse me so we need to we need to see where this goes thank you donna thank you steve uh who do we have up next well you're defending our next three our final three which is tomorrow so our last chance to pull ahead is going to be tomorrow but i bet at, at worst we're down one to loj yeah so tomorrow it's crush of the year, okay. Uh-huh. Lifetime achievement, mm. which you guys picked Harrison Ford. I Don't guess. say you guys. Donna did, and it's a sucky Listen, pick, and we're not going to win. I was being lazy. I admit it. You're like Yellowstone starts next week. Okay, or not even There's... Yellowstone. 1923. Right. Yeah, he's great in that. Come on. And he's in shrinking. I mean, he's very active. I feel yeah. like lifetime achievement, you, the person needs to be a smidge closer to... Retirement. Yeah. That's one way of putting it. He's in another Indiana Jones movie coming up this summer. I mean, summer. see what I'm saying? Comeback player of the year. I mean, I don't even know. It's so, Okay, so we're absolutely going to lose that. Oh, and absolutely. breakout star of the year. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry, Donna and Steve. Yeah, because she's... We, were, we lost. You, Let's just... You nominated it. Florence Pugh, who has already been nominated for an Oscar. <laughs> Before this last year. <laughs> Again. Oh, man. I mean, mm. I don't know if I know. I couldn't tell you one thing that Florence Pugh has been in. I know the name because it's spelled Pug. Huh. <laughs> I don't know what she's in. It could be Poof. She was in Don't Worry Darling this year. Oh, yes. Which but what Donna's... was she in after that? But uh, I mean, before that, <laughs> she was in Midsummer. 2019 was her breakout year, Florence Pugh. She was in Midsummer. She was also in Little Women, in which she was nominated oh, for an Oscar. Right. Right. Yeah, we screwed yeah. up. What's the other category? Maybe we'll win that. Oh, the celebrity crush gonna... of the year. Oh, I Who don't do we know. go with there? 
I'm afraid to look. Okay, I bet I we went right with here. Harry Styles. We went with Harry Styles. That's legit. That's legit. Okay, so you're saying there's a chance. But who are we going up against? Uh, Daryl McCormick. Yeah, no chance. No one knows who that is. Austin Butler. That's a problem. Lizzo. That's also a problem. A pro- yeah. Yep. And Ryan Reynolds. Son well, of a B. Yeah. Well, no one's. Yeah. I, I mean, I got to say, it's a Lizzo, Austin Butler. Yeah. It's there's uh, a lose. Mm-hmm. It's going to be. It's going to be Abu. It's Austin Butler. Oh, Abu. <laughs> He's winning. All right. Well, great. Right, we're going to well, be working like the Lori and Julia show or something like fine, that. That's fine. It's fine. Well, you know what we're going to do? If we do get to do, uh, get to do. See, I'm being positive. No, if we crazy. get to do an hour of someone else's uh, show, we're going to burn that place to the ground. As Al Pacino once said, I'll take a flamethrower to this place. We're going to go nuts. We're going to swear. We're going to dump on the crap out of that broadcast. Or just promote our own show. That's a decent option as well. How about we we pull strings and just run a one hour of our best of. We'll record StreamYard stuff, this video connection that we all do together, so it'll look like we were there, you know? Yes. So we just this is what we do. A little wagon of the dog. I yes. like it. I like it. Uh, by the way, happy Groundhog Day, everybody. We're going to talk more about it later. We do have to uh, head to a break now. But like 10, 15, we've got some fun Groundhog Day uh, fun facts. I thought my wife They're and I both good. really loved the movie Groundhog Day until I said it this morning out loud, and that was a sort of a tough moment for me. Hmm. I thought it was like our thing. I guess it's not. I, I don't even get that movie. I, oh. did, I did get a text this morning from right. uh, Punxsutawney Phil's neighborhood from my sister-in-law. I don't know if they're, they were there this morning or if it's from a couple of years ago, but a little happy Groundhog's Day. That's fun. That's Thank nice. You. You know I think it's saying? singular, by the way. I do think it's Groundhog Day, not Groundhog's Day. Oh, I'm just saying! Oh, excuse me for putting an S where it doesn't belong! <laughs> I have a go. question for everybody. Uh, if, if this is happening, you give us a call. 651-641-1071. Has your child accidentally ordered something on your phone? Oh, God. Something started showing up at your door, and you're like, uh, who ordered that? Wait until you hear what a six-year-old kid did. Dad gave him the phone, said, you know, watch some videos, entertain yourself. It's sleeping at night time. And then something started happening. I'll tell you about that. You can call with your own story. It's the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Hey, guys. Donna Valentine for Bradshaw and Bryant. Justice for the injured is their slogan at Bradshaw and Bryant. But it's more than that. They say it's the reason they're lawyers. People need a lawyer who's going to fight for their rights. You know, Bradshaw and Bryant, they believe that with their experience, their talent, their available resources, they really can and do achieve justice for their clients. They give you the best legal representation possible. If you've suffered from an injury um, as a result of an accident, make sure you do contact an attorney, even just for a sit-down consultation. Uh, You can do that with uh, Bradshaw and Bryant. It doesn't cost you anything to meet to discuss your case and the attorneys only get paid if there's an actual settlement mike bryant has been named a super lawyer also uh among minnesota's top personal injury lawyers by minnesota law and politics you could find him online today for a free consultation like i said minnesotapersonalinjury.com donna and steve at your service on my talk 1071 we're talking fun Woo. My name is Steve. 
And I read this this morning, and I thought, I want to read it on a microphone. And so here comes that moment that I thought about earlier. Okay. And if you have a story that you would like to call with, we have a caller on the line. We'll get to it in a moment. 651-641-1071. Has your kid ever ordered something mm-hmm. while playing on the iPad or fooling around on mom and dad's phone? I love this story. I find it hard to believe. I I, I understand because I'm cynical about a lot of things on the internet, but I feel like this is true. Here's the story. There's a man in Michigan. Let's call him Keith, because that's his name. And he let his six-year-old son use his phone to play a game Saturday night, thinking, look, kind of help him relax a little bit before bed. The kid ended up playing with a different app, not the game. The app he chose was Grubhub. (laughs) Keith says he knew something was strange when he got a food delivery. But before he could figure it out, another food delivery came. Uh. Then another food delivery and then another. He says, and I love this visual, it was like a parade of deliveries. Just just one car after another. Ding dong, here's your food. It didn't take long for him to figure out at that point that they were orders from his account that his son had made. There were nearly, according to his story, $1,000 in food delivery orders. Could have been worse. He said his credit card stopped a four hundred and. A $439 order from Happy's Pizza because the credit card suspected fraud. However, a 183 order of jumbo shrimp from the same restaurant did go through just fine, as did orders from other restaurants for chicken shawarma, salads, chicken wraps, chili cheese fries, ice cream, and more. Keith says he was mad, but there was nothing he could do about it. So he crammed as much as he could into the fridge and offered the rest to neighbors. Uh, he did uh, try to talk to his son about it so that he would understand what age. went wrong. Uh, age six. But that's where... That's where... While he was mm. trying to explain it to his uh, six-year-old, uh, the kid stopped him and asked, Dad, did the pepperoni pizzas come yet? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it's oh, true or not, but I it's mean, entertaining. I guess you could hit it. You could just be playing and being like, "I like pizza," and pressing buttons. Yes, but, and bear in mind that they have games, Donna, where uh, you know there's fake worlds and like they're in Roblox and they're pushing stuff and sure. making pizzas and ordering food. Absolutely believe it. The way that my nephews play games on their devices, they are so incredibly savvy. Yes. Really? They, yes, they would they would think that absolutely this is great. The more pizzas the better. I'm I'm scoring big. <laughs> that's right. How did I get all these points to get all these pizzas? Oh my yeah. gosh, that's so funny. Uh, let's go to Jen. Jen. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Jen is on the line. Jen, good morning to you. You're on the Donna and Steve experience. Tell us about a time that somebody ordered something without you really being aware in the moment. Yeah, so when my now 16-year-old stepson was little, um, like six or seven, kind of that same age, my husband would just hand him the phone to, you know, play games, Mm -hmm. to 
to keep him calm or whatever. And we noticed uh, a couple of days later that uh, over $600 worth of purchases for various games had come out. Oh, what? $600? Yeah, it would just pop up. You're like, hey, do you want more lives? Sure. Hey, do you uh, want more coins? Okay. Sure. Sure, I get it. <laughs> now, wait a minute. You realize that there are some $600 worth of video game charges. Yep. Was there any sort of recourse that you could take, or was that just a really tough lesson for you to learn? Um, a little bit of both. Um, a couple of the games, we were able to explain the situation and get our money back, so we got about 400 of the $600 back. Wow. <laughs> so was there that some form really of something. punishment when something like this happens? Um, basically, we just turned off the ability to purchase things on my husband's phone. There you go. There yeah, you, go. you know, more than anything, Jen, thank you for the call. Thank you for listening. More than anything in that situation, uh, the one who has the moment of discipline, it's actually the parents on the first time right, because they right. haven't then set up the appropriate parental controls. But, you know, that also you have to you have to be aware. You've got to be on the lookout for that kind of stuff because there's all sorts of stuff that if you haven't set up a pin code or a fingerprint or your face to confirm the purchase, then I think it can start happening kind of quickly. Yeah, you got me when uh, she started saying about the coins. Do you want more coins? Would you, you know? Yeah. I, I, it's I a guess. good thing when you're playing the game. Yes. Yes, yes please. Uh, you know this, gunky girl. You're a gamer. Oh, stop. How do you remember that? You've said it probably... Ten times on no. the show. Yeah. That you're a gamer, Donna? Well, yes. my gamer name is Gunky Girl. <laughs> Still single, by the way. Uh, let me you're see. So what would, funny, Steven. What would best doing. describe me? You know, like that gunk that you get in your eye in the morning? Yeah. Yeah. Gunky Girl. What game do you play, Donna? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I play some, I, I don't. I don't have a console Anymore. or anything. I just play little online games. Oh, okay. Like a Candy Crush. I play against people. Like, there's a game called Stop that is basically just, what's that game where you take, you know, the first letter, like the letter is A, and then there are various categories, like Oscar-nominated movies. Um, oh, that's fun. So I, I play that a lot. So Thank we're not going to see you on Call of Duty. Correct. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for asking, though. Checking in. Get your headset ready. Yeah, but right, watch guys. out if you see Gunk Girl. Gunky Girl in the house. Gunk Girl. Oh, anyway. Oh. Uh, it's a good time. There are reboots left and right. Yeah, except that one show, Reboot, that just got canceled. But otherwise, there are still a lot of reboots. <laughs> I think a favorite of a, a lot of people is coming back. CBS resurrecting this legal show. With a really beloved actress in place of the actor. Tell you about it next. Hey, you're listening to Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything Entertainment. Holly Roberts with us as well. Just for another half hour. It's called the Ho Ro Half. I like it. Then I leave and go into the bathroom and cry. That's right. She cries in the bathroom every time. It's emotional. Um, Let's talk reboot. First, I used to watch Matlock from a distance. It would be Same. on. Same. You know, I feel like it would be on maybe before a show that I was waiting to watch on TBS or something right. like that, like yeah. a rerun of it um, with Andy Griffith. So good. 
I didn't know as a child. My I think it was my mom at one point who pointed out like that Andy Griffith from the Andy Griffith show, mm-hmm. he is Matlock. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you need to get your eyes checked. That can't be, because one was in black and white, one was in color. What, what were they separated by 20 or 30 years? How far? How long between those shows? It, you know, probably it felt that way. Like 20, 25 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a comeback for you, right? Yeah, the queen. That was a great role for him. Matlock? Really, yeah, I thought so. Um. Wow, I yeah, I bet twenty something years. Are you finding it out? Uh, Andy Griffith's show that premiered in nineteen sixty. Wow, uh, it lasted for nine seasons. Meanwhile, Matlock premiered uh, in nineteen eighty six. So yeah, it would have been about eighteen years, almost twenty years after that he started to do that. But you know, listen, people look different when you age twenty years. I keep seeing photos of me from 2018 and early 2019, and there is an absolute cutoff where I, mm-hmm. something happened, and I aged, <laughs> and my hair got grayer, and my face uh, got uh, fuller, full of life. But it's it happens. There, I think we can all look back at pictures and say, wow, there was a real shift that happened in this two-year period. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we'll give Andy Griffith some... Uh, Credit for aging gracefully over a span of decades on television. Anyway. Thanks. Kathy Bates is going to take over the role. I like this, I think. I think I do, too. Yeah. So she's going to... She is going to... I don't know. I'm trying to think. is Is she his daughter... Um, in the in the show, do you think they're are they doing a specific like she's the she's the kin she's of Ma- the original Matlock? That's what I was thinking. So she'll play Madeline Matlock, okay. and she rejoins the workforce at a prestigious law firm after ha- having success in her younger years. Oh, cool! So she's going to use her unassuming demeanor, yeah, um, to win cases and expose corruption from within. So it's very similar to the same character, but I, don't I think know. I think this is going to be a hit for CBS. That's my instant hot take on it. And here's why we have a CBS is the right place for it, by the way. That's the right that's the right network for it. Uh we in general, but particularly CBS, we have this unsatiable appetite for legal courtroom dramas, drama, courtroom yeah. dramas, the legal process. You know, it's if I rattled off some shows like, is this show good or bad? And you had to choose good or bad. You go law and order. Good. Everybody likes that, right? Yeah. Um, Suits with my girl, Megan Markle, loved that show. Um, anytime you get something that is just not quite a whodunit, but like, are we going to see justice here? What are we going to learn in the last second? And Kathy Bates... Similar to Andy Griffith in this way, Andy Griffith, well-liked, right? I mean, just a lovable, you see him on screen, and you know he's one of the good guys. I think you could say the same for Kathy Bates. That mm, Unless you've seen the movie Misery. That's true. I haven't Ooh. seen her in <laughs> some of those things, but I think she's got that easy charm. And if they're doing like a Southern sensibility thing, even if she's a little more rough and tumble in her approach, and she's like, 
maybe doing a Judge Judy thing of like, well, let's cut the crap here, sweetheart. She might be doing some of that. But I just think she's she'll win in this position in this show. I don't know why I'm suddenly caring so much about the Matlock reboot and its potential success. It's great casting. It's great casting. Great casting. Ooh. I mean, who else would you cast? I can't even think of anyone else that you would cast in this role now that would fit like Kathy Bates would. Oh, this what is interesting. So I'm on Hollywood Reporter and they're saying, okay, so, um, oh, this is a, a different spinoff. Okay, so it's the Matlock reboot and then there's a good wife spinoff called elizabeth or elsbeth i can't remember this quirky attorney from um the good wife and the good fight super super cute um that's gonna be good too because she's very likable the woman who plays her but anyway uh this will be fun i would check out an episode or two yeah, I think this sounds good. I think so too, Steve. Put me down for a me likey. You're like my best friend. Ah. Uh, okay. Um, okay, what do we know about Super Bowl commercials? Yeah, I'll wet your whistle for a few more of those this that we're learning fun. about. Uh, oh, you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to play them. Because let's, ruin it? let's say it's Super Bowl Sunday, but once a year. Enjoy them in the moment. But here's what you can be on the lookout for. Budweiser, who always has a presence during Super Bowl Sunday. Bud. Why? <laughs> One of the greatest commercials for my money ever. Everybody it's talked good. about that the next day. Budweiser went with a six degrees of Kevin Bacon theme, showing how a six-pack connects people. Kevin Bacon is not in it, but he narrates it. It is available if you want to watch it on YouTube, but we are choosing to delay our gratification and to enjoy it in a crowded living room. There's another very likable celebrity. Kevin Bacon. I mean, do you ever hear anything bad about Kevin Bacon? Ever? You really don't. It seems like he's living kind of a quiet, married life. Yep. Playing the guitar, fooling around. With his brother. Yeah, they got a band. Crushing the calculated, disheveled look. (laughs) You know, it really looks good on him. It does. Uh, The online shopping rebate site, Rakuten, they enlisted, we've mentioned this, Alicia Silverstone to play Cher from Clueless. That also, there's a teaser video out for that. Um, So I think a lot of people like seeing that. And it's all about, I watched this special on Super Bowl commercials a few weeks ago. It was on HBO, Real Sports, HBO Sports, whatever, Brian Gumbel. And they were talking to a prolific producer of Super Bowl commercials who's worked on them for the last 20 years. And it's all about winning the conversation the next day, right? It's Mm -hmm. which commercial, and why celebrities are so important, which commercial will get someone in your Super Bowl viewing party room to say, shh, no, quiet, quiet, quiet. That's what it's all about. And they're... Rakuten thinks that people will see Alicia Silverstone as Cher from Clueless and be like, oh, yep, we need this. Michelob Ultra released its full Caddyshack-themed ad. It features uh, some big names, including Serena Williams and Tony Romo and Brian Cox from Succession. Mm. Um, I have a question. I'll take it. Have you seen Caddyshack? I saw about half of Caddyshack. I I was a caddy for six or seven years. I have to tell you, I didn't dig it. I like to. I, I knowingly said no on to other things. Mm, okay. 
Don't put that on my list. I, I won't. I've Not never right seen now. it either. Keep it off uh, my list, too. Do I have a list? Right. I don't have a list. You've had a list going for five years, of which you have seen <laughs> probably less than four of these things. And she's always like, no, I have something to do. <laughs> I did watch The Sandlot. That counts as three. You watched The Sandlot and you loved it. And I, I thought, oh, it. here we go. Loved. Stevie Boy's got momentum now. He's got influence. She trusts him. And now what next? What should I watch now? That stopped. She watched that movie four years ago, by and, the way. And the reason I watched it is because I just happened to have a brand new copy of it unbeknownst to me, at the cabin. When we were talking about Stand By Me a few weeks ago, um, that, I if you put those movies up against one another, I prefer The Sandlot to Stand By Me, because they, they, they have some crossover. Obviously, the stakes are very different in each of these, but it's the same kind of, those movies would be at the same family reunion, you know? Sure. Coming of age, yep. period piece, Americana, mm-hmm. you know, small town. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, now I'd like to divert and give the two of you an update okay. that I mentioned a week ago here on the show, a little over a week ago, that I was going to do an experiment with my children and have them each own $10 of a stock. Yes. Some listeners helped me to tweak the idea. So each kid got $10. They researched stocks. They had to tell me why they were choosing the stock that they chose. And it was cute watching them research and try to learn some things. And I said, great, I'll give you each 10 bucks, and we're going to watch these stocks over the next 60 days. We doubt it back from 90. And um, instead of letting the winner win everybody else's stock money, I thought that was going to be fun. But some listeners were like, that's not as fun for the kids who lose. How can you keep their appetite for learning more about this? A listener suggested, give the winner a bonus you know, match their 10 bucks or match whatever the account is at. And then uh, the other two, they get to keep their money and leave them in those stocks. And then if you want to do round two, have them pick something else and you'll start teaching them about diversification. Okay. So anyway, that's all out there. So we've been doing it. Kids every single day. What's a stock update? What are our stocks? My son knows that and my son and daughter know that today Apple has will release their quarterly earnings and there's going to be an earnings call so it's kind of cute as they learn some of this stuff but check this out they're all making money so far uh lila's costco has the ten dollars has turned into ten dollars and 75 cents okay adeline's yeah and adeline's uh you know that's a seven percent increase in a week apple owned by adeline our 12 year old is up to ten dollars and 65 cents lou got in late in the game she said, we were like, Mom, come on, pick a stock. So she picked Amazon. Uh, Amazon, her $10 is now $11.02. Wow. And my eight-year-old, sweet Lord, they're all growing and I'm forgetting. Uh, he's 10. My 10-year-old, Grayson, <laughs> chose a company called SoFi. You may have heard of SoFi Stadium where the Super Bowl was last year. Mm-hmm. It's a banking institution. It was only uh, like worth $5.70 when he got it. But his theory was... If it even goes up to like six or seven dollars, that's a huge percentage. Whereas Costco, for instance, is four hundred and ninety-two dollars per share. Point is, Grayson's ten dollars as of this very second has turned into fourteen dollars and thirteen cents. Wow. Which winner. as I like to explain to him about how the percentages work, that's four bucks on ten. But let's imagine you had put 
a million dollars into SoFi, you would have just made $413,000 in the last nine days. Percentages and ratios. What's your Kids broker fee? Love it. Yeah. There is yeah, well, we're also gonna talk to them about short term and long term capital gains taxes and stuff like that. But I didn't know you could actually buy a stock for less than it's worth. Yeah, so you can buy you can or put anything in. You can fee, put five dollars I mean. in. I think that's the minimum on Robinhood. And by the way, I don't think Robinhood has fees. Oh. If they do, they're very minimal. So the other sites you see, you put ten bucks in, and it's like you, it's really nine dollars and fifty cents that's in. But you can put five bucks or ten bucks in, and then they own a portion of a share. So okay. for instance, Lila's Costco, she owns point zero two percent of one share. Okay, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. That's fun. Good it's for fun. you. Yeah, good for you. You're Let's a good dad. Whatever. All right, um, we're going to go. Hey, uh, when we come back, oh, here we go again. Powerball jackpot. we got to talk <laughs> about what that's worth right now. And also in celebrity news, a stalker tried to test this celebrity's DNA. Ooh. I'll tell you who the celebrity is and how he responded. When we come right back, and if you see something, say something on my talk. Hey, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Was this song nominated this morning? Not this song specifically, oh. as it was by Harry Styles. Got it. Yeah, which is, that's a great song. That is a really good song, actually. What Why'd song was? I don't know. I had to think for a second. It was Lizzo, I think. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Good for Lizzo. That's great. Bad for us. It's bad for us. It's bad for us, guys. All right. I'm going to hit this button now, okay? Okay. My... Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. Yeah. Keanu Reeves had to get a temporary restraining order against a guy who claims they're related. Mm. Hmm. His name is Brian Dixon, although he likes to call himself Jasper Keith Reeves. Okay. <laughs> so we're just making up our own rules now. Jasper right. Keith Reeves. Um, he had claimed on social media that he wanted to prove that he and Keanu are blood relatives so that he can sign all his rights over and have Keanu take care of him. Oh. He's 38. Okay. Dixon, a.k.a. Jasper, (coughs) trespassed on Keanu's property six times over the past few months. Six times. That's alarming. He even fell asleep in the backyard on November 5th. And then he left a suspicious and alarming backpack on the property. And it had a DNA test in it that he was apparently planning to make Keanu Reeves take. I don't like it. I don't like the word temporary. Yeah, that's mm. a surprising word in this story. Because somebody violates you that, you know, or trespasses that many times, that sounds like a bigger problem. 
I agree with you, Donna. That's people are scary. Yeah. Damn. I would think. Uh, I wonder what Keanu's place is like. How accessible is it? Great question. Some celebrities have these. It's you walk up and it's like, oh, there's their door. Go and knock on it. Other people, the higher up into Bel Air and Beverly Hills that you get, it's they are fortresses. You can hardly even see that there's a home behind the opaque fences and the 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 strategic trees and all that. Sure. Maybe his is a walk up. I don't know. Huh. Jasper Keith Reeves. He wants it's, the actor to be in charge of him. Oh. Mm, I wonder how he 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 might need some. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. Some love evaluation. And yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, saw something. I'm asking something. a different question. I also want to say one more thing about Keanu Reeves. His girlfriend is very age appropriate, and it makes me like him even more. Goodbye. <laughs> If you could, now that we're talking. (laughs) Hey, Hey, Donna, welcome back. I thought you were taking off. Her name's Alexandra Grant. Thank you. (laughs) Are you done now? Yep. Okay. You sure? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really? What about, so we're talking about celebrity homes. Um, If, without knowing what they look like on the inside already, Name a celebrity whose house you would most like to get a tour of. Oh. And maybe hang out at for a day. But but again, it's not like you're I'm having you compare real estate pictures here of the rich and famous. But like for instance, I wouldn't pick Tom Hanks because for whatever reason in my house in my head it feels like his house would be more approachable than it needs to be considering how rich he is. Mm-hmm. Nice. I could be wrong. But um, who's uh, whose house would you want to check out i wouldn't mind seeing what oprah's got going on yes queen that guest house and all the beautiful gardens i wonder how insane it is on the inside i bet it's comfy though i bet it's warm yes i'm sure it's not like the uh the owner of former owner of papa john's what's that guy's name again that guy papa john John's house, Holly, we looked at once a few years ago. Do you know there's an actual, not a joke, an actual moat around his house? If you look up Papa John's house, and he has all this swag that he sells to, you can buy Papa merch. It is insane. And And the reason I'm thinking of it, Donna, you said Oprah's house is probably cozy. Right. Whereas... Papa John's house was not cozy at it's all. It's very hotelish, like fancy hotel lobby. <laughs> yeah, but this is fake fancy. This is like fancy brought to you by the Franklin Mint. <laughs> all the decor is like I went to the sharper image and I made it my house. Yeah. That's this funny. Eagle statue. I know. Which, that's hideous. Yeah. Which is also a clock. Oh, <laughs> this is wasted on him. Just wasted. So this guy I, can let's let's just tackle a few questions that I have here. Okay. Okay. So his claim to fame is he started a pizza franchise. Yes. That's it. Well, yeah, but that feels a little 
Is a pizza oversimplified good? to say that's it. Wait, you've never had Papa John's pizza, Donna? I don't believe I have. You've never dipped the pizza into the garlic butter that they send with it? That was the no. whole thing. No. Oh. In gosh. fact, the first time I heard Papa John, somebody mentioned it to me, and they're like, I'm like, oh, that's a real person? And they're like, yeah, don't you see the commercials? And I'm like, I've never in my life seen a Papa John commercial. What's that guy? Oh, there he is. And I oh. realize it's because my the friends that I was talking to are always watching football. And so there were that. I'm beating up the microphone now. Um, and so there was always commercials on, but I was always watching Bravo, you know, so yeah. I've never seen a Papa John commercial. He would, Peyton Manning was in a string of commercials with them, but the point is Papa John's, whether or not you've had it, is a like a major franchise. I is mean, super successful. I enjoy their pizza. Okay. In fact, like it went back in the day when you would say... Um, Pizza Hut, Domino's, or Papa John's, if you pick the three yeah, big ones. One of the I trifecta. Papa, <laughs> Papa John's, they they were the winning pizza. Now, Domino's went out and redid their recipe. It's good. And it is it good. It is? Oh, Domino's it is. is good? I had it last night. Stop yes. it. It's good. Donna, you're thinking of the Domino's from the, early, from the 90s and early 2000s. They came out and did a marketing campaign yes. not long ago, eh, maybe five, seven years ago, where they said, hey, we got your feedback, and guess what? Our pizza wasn't good, and yeah. we've changed that. And then they started delivering free pizzas and all this. Yeah, their pizza's really good. Okay, good to know. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking at a I'm picture. I'm a Devani's of... girl myself. Thanks. Uh, Won't say no to any pizza. Yeah. Good point. Uh-huh. I'm looking at Papa John right now in front of a Rolls Royce. The the Papa John Schnader. Schnatter. Oh, my Schneider. gosh. What a life. Yeah. Really interesting. It's kind of gross, actually. Yeah. Me like simple things. Me too. Um, Holly Roberts, unfortunately for you, it's time for you to go into the bathroom and cry. Sure is. (laughs) She mourns what was. See you tomorrow.